Yo, what is going on, Cover 7 family? Welcome back to another episode of the Cover 7 with Mason Pierce podcast. And in today's episode, we will be previewing week two of the college football season. And boys, will this week definitely be an interesting day? Now, we will not have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday for games. We will just have, unfortunately, just Friday and Saturday. But Saturday has a bunch of fun-filled games that I know definitely I am looking forward to watching and you know, unfortunately, I won't be able to really watch too many of the night games as I will be at the Tarleton State and TCU game. But I want to make sure that I give you all the recap and everything like that. So, but, you know, also, like I mentioned back on Monday's episode, when we were recapping, you know, all of college football week one, remember the previews for NFL games and college football games of the upcoming week will always come on Thursday, pretty much a day before the seat, the, the, uh, the week starts for the games. So anyway, guys. Let's get right into today's episode. Now, week two, definitely, I don't think we'll be able to contend with how week one came with all the just shocking games. The Florida State LSU game, in my opinion, will definitely probably be a candidate for game of the year. As You know, Brian Kelly and the Tigers definitely disappointed in his debut at LSU. But really, I think the biggest storyline should be how impressive Florida State looked offensively. You know, Jordan Travis definitely will have a case for a possible Heisman candidate, you know, vote. I mean, if he continues to play that way all season, I mean, we could seriously see the Knowles potentially looking at a New York Six Bowl game. But anyway, you know, week one's already passed. Let's talk about some week two action that we've got going on. Now, week two will officially kick off kick off on Friday, September 9th. Now, the first game on Friday will be Louisville taking on UCF at the Bounce House in Orlando. Now, this game, you know... Probably preseason, I bet you a lot of people probably thought this game was going to be an absolutely fantastic game. You know, Louisville upset UCF last year when they played in Louisville. Now Louisville comes down to Orlando. But after an abysmal performance by the Cardinals against Syracuse where Sean Tucker absolutely ran over the Cardinals and led them to a 31-7 win over Louisville, I'm probably expecting a lot more of that as UCF still has a high-powered offense, you know, despite losing Dylan Gabriel and in my opinion, definitely this game. It'll be fun to watch, but don't expect too much coming out of Louisville. Now, I know Malik Cunningham really isn't doesn't have a lot of help right now. You know, Louisville just lost their wide receiver one, Tyler Harold, at Alabama via the transfer portal. And it's kind of one, it's, this is definitely going to be one of those years where it's kind of awkward for Louisville. But Louisville fans, no need to worry. Y'all have one of the best 2023 recruit classes coming in next year. So hopefully, y'all definitely see a, you know, kind of a, revival so to speak of cardinal football but anyway the last game to close out friday it will be boise state taking on new mexico at new mexico at 8 p.m on cbs sports network kind of going to be a sleep fest because boise state absolutely got blew out by oregon state last week and unfortunately i think this is going to be another year kind of similar to louisville where boise state's just going to wait until next year's recruiting class to come in and they can kind of bounce back but anyway guys that'll do it for the first day of college football week two i know obviously the game for this day is going to probably end up being louisville and ucf due to the sheer fact that you know it's going to be really interesting to see if louisville can bounce back from that horrifyingly bad week one loss against syracuse now let's turn the page over to saturday which now this is the last day of college football week two but this is the most important i mean the most important day of week two as obviously to kick off the day and i'm still kind of bummed about this but Alabama will be traveling to Austin, Texas to take on the University of Texas Longhorns. Now, this game will be at 11 a.m. Central Time on Fox. So, unfortunately, 
you know, you're going to have to wake up bright and early to come go watch this game. Now, for me, I'm not complaining because that means I can actually watch it before going to TCU. But at the same time, I know a lot of people wish this was a primetime game, which it should have been. But as you know, uh, it's kind of all due to that whole Fox's big noon kickoff and everything like that. But nothing less, this game has a lot, and I mean a lot of huge implications for UT because this will really prove if Quinn Ewers and all of these new players and transfers, recruits and everything like that to really see if, you know, they have the potential to contend in the SEC despite, you know, going 5-7 and seven last year and, you know, kind of, I mean, literally just not proving anybody that they were even worthy of getting to the SEC besides financial reasons. Now, Alabama, this is a game for them to lose. Right now, Alabama should easily just beat the actual life out of Texas, in my opinion. You know, Bryce Young and the high-powered Alabama offense, which got multiple, and I mean multiple transfers that are going to be huge, like we previously talked about, Louisville transfer wide receiver Tyler Harrell. They also went out and got Georgia Tech transfer running back Jameer Gibbs. And, you know, Alabama's offense is absolutely insane. And then not to even talk about the defense that they got LSU All-American defensive back Elias Ricks to join the secondary. They've got Will Anderson, who's a Heisman candidate. You know, this really is a game for the Crimson Tide to lose by themselves. And for UT, this is a game to prove to the country that you are worthy. You are worthy of going to the SEC and you're going to be able to contend in that conference. Because as we know, they're not being able to contend in the Big 12 right now. And the SEC is a whole different dog. But anyway... I would probably estimate Alabama's probably going to at least beat Texas by double digits, but it'll be interesting to see how Quinn Ewers in his first major college football game, how he performs against a defense like Alabama. Now, anyway, the next game I want to talk about is South Carolina traveling to Fayetteville, Arkansas to take on the 19th-ranked Arkansas Razorbacks. Now, Arkansas definitely didn't have what you would say a great week one. Now, they did end up beating 23rd-ranked Cincinnati, but you got to remember Cincinnati pretty much had nobody left all their players left for the draft and you know they kind of really the biggest question was how Cincinnati would perform and they only lost by a touchdown as Arkansas would beat them 31 to 24 now for South Carolina and Spencer Rattler the former Oklahoma quarterback this will be a huge proving game that you know South Carolina seriously can be able to actually contend kind of similar to Texas but you know for this year to see if South Carolina can actually contend in the SEC so huge implications for this game is this could potentially be a trap game for the Razorbacks now the next game I want to talk about is number 22 ranked Wake Forest traveling to Vanderbilt now you're probably wondering why am I talking about Vanderbilt? Who cares about Vanderbilt? They never really counted anything, yada, yada, yada. Well, as a lot of people know, for Wake Forest, they just lost their starting quarterback, Sam Hartman, early on in, or late in the offseason due to uh, some medical reason. So he's out indefinitely, which was kind of – that's kind of their whole – how do you want to say it? Their heart and soul of their offense. And then Vanderbilt right now is 2-0. and Now, I know those two wins come against one of the – two of the worst teams in college football in Elon and Hawaii. But Vanderbilt, I don't think they've been 2-0 for the longest time, so who knows, maybe Vanderbilt could pull out a win against Wake Forest. Now the next game I want to talk about is actually the Border War. Now this is how this game will be played against Missouri and Kansas State. Now this game is not going to be one of the bigger games. Obviously no one's going to really probably watch it like crazy, but it's cool as a Big 12 fan to be able to see Missouri and Kansas State finally playing again. Now, Missouri, you know, they've got five-star and former number one ranked overall wide receiver Luther Burden on their offense, and he's already done some pretty decent things for the Tigers going into this season in just week one. And then Kansas State as well, you know, they've got potential Heisman candidate, dark horse Heisman candidate Deuce Vaughn at running back. So 
This has definitely been an entertaining game to watch, especially especially if you're a fan of the Big 12 or the SEC. But anyways, let's keep continuing to go down our schedule and schedule. And the next notable game that I want to talk about is actually going to be Appalachian State traveling to College Station to take on the sixth-ranked Texas A&M Aggies. Now you're probably wondering, why is this a big game? Well, you know, if you didn't really watch week one, App State put up 61 points on North Carolina. You know, despite them barely losing in the end to North Carolina, you know, 63 to 61, App State's offense is absolutely absolutely absurd. You know, they currently, their starting quarterback is former Clemson and Duke quarterback Chase Bryce, who passed for six yards, had 300-something passing yards. I mean, he absolutely balled out against North Carolina. Now, Texas A&M, their defense was very strong against Sam Houston, but their offense was a huge question mark. I mean, huge question mark. Haynes King didn't really perform that well in the first half. He started to get things going later in the second half, but still, a team like Appalachian State is definitely not an opponent that Texas A&M wants to face due to the fact that Appalachian, Appalachian State has nothing to lose. They have absolutely nothing to lose going in to College Station. They simply just want to be able to prove to the nation that they are worthy and that they and that they're able to beat big time competition. And obviously, if they're able to knock off Texas A&M at College Station, not only would that be a huge win for Appalachian State, that would also kind of expose the Aggies in a way for just kind of. You know, being way too overhyped. I'm not saying, you know, Texas A&M fans. I'm not saying A&M has a bad team by any means. That defense looked solid on week one against Sam Houston. But there's a lot of question marks on that offense despite all the talent that they have. Now, the next game I want to talk about is going to be between Tennessee and 17th-ranked Pittsburgh. Now, this game will be on ABC at 2.30 Central Time. The game will be played up in Pittsburgh. And honestly, this is going to be one of the better games of Saturday just due to the sheer fact that both of these are such high-powered offenses and we could potentially see almost a shootout. You know, Tennessee, they got Hendon Hooker, the former West, uh, not former West Virginia, the former Virginia Tech quarterback starting for him. You know, Pittsburgh, opposite side, they've got former USC quarterback Keaton Slovis. And both teams really looked pretty dominant in week one. I know Pittsburgh, they barely nudged out a win against West Virginia, but, you know, they still beat a very high-powered offense in West Virginia. Tennessee played Ball State, so nothing really huge. But this would be a first huge test for Josh Heupel and the Tennessee Volunteers so far into this 2022 season. Now, the next game that I want to talk about is number 24th-ranked Houston traveling to Lubbock to take on the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Now, this game, it'll be at 3 p.m. Central Time on FS1, a.k.a. Fox Sports 1. But this game is going to be huge because both of these teams are going to be future Big 12 rivals. And Houston definitely has a lot to prove after a pretty lackluster game against UTSA last week where they barely beat the Roadrunners in three overtimes. And, you know, Texas Tech has a lot to prove with, you know, Joey McGuire, his first season as the head coach of the Texas Tech Red Raiders. So it's going to be a very entertaining matchup to see how both of these high-powered offenses are going to go against each other. Now, personally, I do think that Houston will take, you know, will definitely beat Texas Tech due to the fact that Tech really doesn't have a defense yet. Now, obviously, they have one of the better 2023 recruiting classes, and they'll have a ton of talent coming in. But as as of this season, I definitely think Houston should be able to outduel the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Now, the next game we've got is Iowa State traveling to Iowa City to take on the Iowa Hawkeyes. This game will be at 3 p.m. on Big Ten Network. Now, this game is Iowa State's. After the absolute disaster of Iowa taking on South Dakota State last uh, last week. You know they ended ended up beating the Jackrabbits seven to three. But you know you're probably thinking, oh, so they got a touchdown? No, Iowa never even got a touchdown. They got two safeties and a 
field goal to beat the Jackrabbits. They couldn't do anything on offense. Spencer Petras had a QBR of 1.1. Now, if you're wondering how's QBR kind of, you know, do it's kind of just a it's a stat that a lot of people use to kind of determine how well a quarterback played. And Spencer Peters, that skill is 1 to 100. So Spencer Peters pretty much got the lowest number that you could possibly get for a quarterback. So, yeah, Iowa definitely has a lot to prove against the Cyclones. And Iowa State, you know, they also have a lot to prove because now they don't have Brees Hall, who's already in the NFL with the New York Jets. Uh, Brock Purdy's already, you know, he's already left for the NFL. He's currently with the uh, San Francisco 49ers. So a lot of their offensive weapons are gone. All three of their huge target tight ends are gone to the NFL you know, the Cyclones have a lot to prove, and this is definitely a pretty solid game that, in my opinion, I think the Hawkeyes, or not the Hawkeyes, the Cyclones can definitely get over that hill and finally beat the Hawkeyes of Iowa. Now, the next game that we're going to cover is uh, Kansas traveling up to Morgantown, West Virginia, to take on the West Virginia Mountaineers. And this is kind of another game where it doesn't have a lot of huge implications, but definitely it's a game that you should definitely keep your eye on during on Saturday. Now, this game will be at 5 p.m. Central Time on Big 12 or ESPN Plus, Big 12, you know, their little thing that they have on ESPN Plus. But the reason why this game is going to be so huge, in my opinion, and why I'm kind of really interested to see how it goes, is the sheer fact that Kansas just got done probably with one of their best wins outside of beating UT last season. You know, they beat Tennessee Tech 55-6, to I think, which is huge for them because they've been known to kind of struggle against FCS opponents. And, you know, West Virginia obviously have a very solid high-power firing offense. They've got JT Daniels, who you know, the former USC and Georgia quarterback. I forgot what the wide receiver's name was, but he absolutely balled out against Pittsburgh. You know, it's going to be a really solid game, in my opinion. Now, West Virginia will probably end up winning. But it'll be interesting to see how, how good Kansas has kind of become and how much improvement they've had compared to how they were last season. Now, the next game that I want to cover is going to be the 20th-ranked Kentucky Wildcats traveling to Gainesville to take on the Florida Gators. Now, this game will be at 6 p.m. Central on ESPN. This game definitely is going to be a huge one for the SEC because not only does Kentucky have a lot to prove now, not only does Will Levis, their quarterback, have a lot to prove, but Florida could potentially have two upsets in back-to-back weeks as you know Florida just got done beating the seventh-ranked Utah Utes, and now that 20th-ranked Kentucky is coming into town. And from what it seems like, Florida's offense is one of the best offenses they've had in a while. We might be able to have another upset going down in Gainesville this weekend. So definitely a game to continue to check on. Now the next game that we are going to cover is Arizona State traveling to Stillwater, Oklahoma to take on the 12th ranked Oklahoma State Cowboys. Now this game will be at 6.30 p.m. Central Time on ESPN2. And once again, it's not one of those blockbuster games you're going to want to watch, but definitely... After Oklahoma State's defense kind of struggled against Central Michigan this past week, it'll be definitely interesting to see how they do against Emory Jones and the Sun Devils. So just another game that I feel like y'all should definitely watch and potentially could be one of those games that Oklahoma State might get trapped in. Now the next game we're going to talk about is the 14th ranked USC Trojans traveling to Stanford to take on the Stanford Cardinal. Now this game will be at 6.30 p.m. Central Time on ABC. Now, this is going to be the first real game that Lincoln Riley and the USC Trojans have this season. You're probably wondering, you know, Stanford, they, you know, they're not one of the better, at least right now, they're not one of the better programs in college football. But USC has been known to struggle against Stanford. And the fact that this is the first real game that Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams and this whole new USC regime have 
it's going to be a must-watch game. And personally, for me, this is one of the games I'm looking forward to because it's going to really prove how good the Trojans actually are compared to all the hype they've been given. So I do expect USC to probably end up winning this game, but don't be surprised if we potentially see some struggles on the Trojans' offensive side of the football. Anyway, guys, the next game we're going to cover is going to be Boston College traveling to Blacksburg, Virginia to take on Virginia Tech. Now, this game will be at 7 p.m. on ACC Network. And one another, and then, you know, once again, it's not a blockbuster game. It's not a game that, you know, you're going to want to absolutely just drop everything and watch. But it's going to be pretty entertaining to see as both of these teams are, you know, coming off of pretty lackluster week ones. Obviously, Virginia Tech, they got upset by Old Dominion. Boston College really did not show out that much against Rutgers, which, no offense, it's Rutgers. So it'll be interesting to see how both of these teams bounce back from a very disappointing week one. Now, the next game, and arguably one of the biggest games of week two, is going to be going on between number 10 Baylor as they travel up and take on the 25th BYU Cougars. Now, this game will be at 9.15 p.m. Central Time on ESPN, and this will be a very solid game. Not only are both these teams ranked, but BYU, or BYU definitely wants to continue to prove that they are a solid college football program, and Baylor wants to continue to prove that they can continue to get more momentum off of last season's success with their new whole offense they've got going. You know, Dave Aranda decided to sign a huge contract extension in the offseason to stay with Baylor, and, you know, they've got a lot to prove as well. Besides, you know, I mean, I know they're 10th right now in the nation, but Baylor still has a lot to prove to continue to prove all the critics that they deserve to be such high in the ranking so this is going to be a must watch game for anyone during that night and guys that really does wrap up week two i mean you know in my opinion the game i think most of us are looking forward to is watching alabama take on texas but personally i think the sneaky good game has got to be baylor going to byu so let me know what y'all think let me know what games y'all are going to be watching and let me know if y'all are going to be attending any games in person this year i know i'm definitely going to be going to a few and i hope y'all are doing the same but yeah, so guys, that is the recap, or not recap, that is the preview for week two of the college football season. I definitely hope y'all enjoy it. I hope y'all like this new format of videos, how we're doing, or not videos, podcast of what we're doing. I just want to be able to make sure that, you know, we can, we can I can be able to kind of really enjoy talking about college football and not try to force spread it out throughout the day. But anyway, guys, I hope y'all have a fantastic day. I hope y'all have a fantastic weekend watching all of college football, all of NFL, and make sure to also go check out the NFL preview that I'm going to have going on. It's going to upload the same day as this episode. So make sure you go check check out that one as well. But anyway, guys, I hope you have a fantastic weekend. And I'll see you all back here on Monday to recap all the action that occurred on week two of this college football season. So peace, guys. Mm-hmm.